But the perception that you have of yourself is really, most likely, a program or a belief or someone else's perception of who they thought you should be in the world. So you began showing up like that because they were the ones that were gonna support and love and take care of you and make sure you had food on the in your belly. So yeah, we wanna do it that way and, and that's what it means to be a good girl and that's what it means to be a good successful person in the world and, and I should do it that way because my way's not good enough and, and people don't like it and people shun me because the way I do it or look or feel or express, right? So we just contain ourselves in these little boxes and we're like, okay, I'm gonna do it the way, boom, boom, boom. Yet, we're, we're, we're calling ourselves away further and further from our own divine authentic truth when we do that when we show up in the way other people want us to or this or society expects us to yet it's not really what's in alignment with our deep authentic truth and again i'm just asking what would it be like to consider calling those parts back to yourself calling those parts of yourself back the parts of yourself you put away the parts of yourself that have been shunned the parts of yourself that have you've claimed as gross or disgusting or unworthy you are listening to the ultimate biohack for women a movement of women who know what they want and go get it you know the answers lie within reach in and grab hold this is a movement a movement of women who tune in and turn themselves on now you're biohacking the woman's way integrating the art and science of hacking your biology like a woman tap your magic conjure your yes upgrade elevate maximize your potential i'm dr brandy victory and this is a movement a movement that is sure to hack your soul hey dr brandy here i i'm here with you today because i want you to know my truth I have obviously, if you've been following me for any time, I've stepped away from my regular social media posts, my podcasting, newsletters, all the things, uh, as I've been going through this really huge transformation within myself and had to like figure out like, what is it that is, that is my soul's yearning, my heart's calling, and how can I show up more fully for that and to be a conduit for the thing, for grace, right? For God, for light, source, energy, love, and wisdom to come through me so that I don't have to continue efforting in the way that I used to, you know, um, this is really top of mind for everyone right now, and we can see it in the way that people are moving around and quitting their jobs and saying no to things that don't serve their soul's calling, their heart, right? It doesn't turn them on. And it's such an exciting time, and it's really a challenging time, right? Because we're kind of confused, because things, the, the template is breaking apart. The template of that holds us together of, um, of you know who we're supposed to be in the world and how we're supposed to do the world and and all the things you know it's it's breaking apart and so we too feel like on some level we're breaking apart and I know I've been through this recently and so many of my patients are going through this or have gone through this in the most recent past and you know we've spent a lot of time being taught to follow the rules, to be a good girl, to do your job, to make it pretty, to do the thing, right? And that's that's how you make success. That's how you be loved. That's how you stay safe and secure in the world is by doing it in this way, in this box, and by following these rules, right? And 
we've come to a time where I believe that we're being asked to shift, <laughs> to let go of that constraint of the limitations of the box and to recognize when we're in it and shift it in some way so that our true gifts and talents and radiance can come forth in the way that we're most potently asked to be here today. No longer can we keep bowing to the gods of past programming to keep going through the motions, to keep doing it in the way and hoping that it's enough and never really feeling like it is and feeling less than fulfilled in our lives. So we keep striving for more by doing it the way, right? And it's chipping away at our soul every single day that we do that and we don't honor what's true for us. And so I'm curious what it might be like to consider reclaiming all of that for yourself. We've put so many parts of ourself on a shelf or in a closet because it's unworthy. It shouldn't be, you know, children shouldn't be hurt. Should only be seen, not heard, or don't jump on that brandy, or, um, you know, uh, behave yourself, be a good girl, right? And so what does it mean to be a good girl? Well, what, I, what it means to be a good girl is whatever your mama told you it was supposed to, or your dad or your parent told you it meant to be a good girl, right? And so this, the, the perception that you have of yourself is really, most likely, a program or a belief or per someone else's perception of who they thought you should be in the world. So you began showing up like that because they were the ones that were gonna support and love and take care of you and make sure you had food on the in your belly. So yeah, we wanna do it that way and, and that's what it means to be a good girl and that's what it means to be a good successful person in the world and, and I should do it that way because my way's not good enough and, and people don't like it and people shun me because the way I do it or look or feel or express, right? So we just contain ourselves in these little boxes and we're like, okay, I'm gonna do it the way, boom, boom, boom. Yet, we're, we're, we're calling ourselves away further and further from our own divine authentic truth when we do that, when we show up in the way other people want us to or, this, or society expects us to, yet it's not really what's in alignment with our deep authentic truth. And again, I'm just asking, what would it be like to consider calling those parts back to yourself? Calling those parts of yourself back the parts of yourself you put away, the parts of yourself that have been shunned, the parts of yourself that have you've claimed as gross or disgusting or unworthy, the parts of your body that you've claimed as gross or disgusting or unworthy, the rolls, the cellulite, the place between your legs, right? The, the curves that you have on your body. What if there was room for all of that to be loved? Like for real, what if you reclaimed love for yourself on every level and for all your parts right now? How would you be showing up differently? What choices would you be making differently in your life? We often show up as a conglomeration of our past programming, our belief systems, our traumas, the perceptions that other people have or expectations that other people have of us or how we should be showing up in the world. You know, when I became a chiropractor, I was actually first on the path of becoming a surgeon. And when I shifted from surgery to chiropractic, uh, my 
my grandparents who my grandfather was a he was a doctor and a medical doctor and podiatrist and he said um he's he really like rolled his eyes he, he pretty much was like caught like in deer in a headlights because I wasn't going in the medical traditional medical path it, it, I was I was told at some point by my family they thought I was in a cult by going down the path of uh, neuro-emotional work and energetic uh, consciousness work uh, now you get granted this was 20 something years ago, 20, 30, almost 30 years ago. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Um, and still, right? Like, so the, the my world expected me to show up as an MD doctor surgeon and be play that game, but that wasn't what my soul's calling was. I actually didn't even know my soul's calling was chiropractic and consciousness work because I didn't even know what that was, but I've told that story in the past. If you haven't heard it, go back I'm in my in my podcast. You're, you'll certainly hear that story or I'll share it again some other time. So again, we often show up with these stories and, and showing up as our story, right? Whatever that story may be. I'm a good girl. I'm not a good girl. I'm. It's okay to be naughty. It's not okay to be naughty. Uh, it's, I'm a, I'm a good doctor. I'm a bad doctor. I'm a, a in a cult. I'm not in a cult. I, uh, am a good mom. I'm not a good mom. I'm, I, uh, am a bad person. And so I'm going to do all these things to prove that to myself or, uh, you know, conflict is terrible and I can't face it. So I'm going to keep recreating it in my life on a subconscious level so I can keep looking at it so that one day maybe I will wake up to it. And then, but until I do, I keep considering myself bad because I keep creating conflict in my life. Like this is a deep, deep rabbit hole that we go in, right? And when we're, when we're showing up with those stories, we're, it, it, it can serve as somewhat of a facade, right? It's, a, it's not our true authentic truth with a capital T of who we are. It's not our, our, our source, source with a capital S consciousness that's radiating through us as that creation and the facade dims our light or covers and veils our light covers and veils our, our authentic truth and then we're left feeling empty and less than and not whole and so we keep reaching outside of ourselves to find that thing or that person or that job or that drug or that next diet to make us find the thing that creates wholeness or completeness within ourselves, and it never will happen. It'll only happen when we go inside and let ourselves be full with ourselves and allow all of our parts to be okay and to be loved and to recognize them as beautiful and good. All of your parts, all of your curves, all of your dimples, all of it, all your wrinkles, right? All of it, all of it. Can we bring ourselves to a place of love for all of that? I want you to consider this deeply. So the next time that you find yourself having anxiety, having uh, being hormonal, if you will, or having depression, or, or finding yourself eating really fast, or stuffing your face, and hopefully before nobody sees, or before you can stop yourself, like eating as much, right? Or before the next diet starts. Like stop and ask yourself, what is it that is asking to be loved? What part of myself is asking to be seen and recognized and heard. Maybe it's your little six-year-old girl. Maybe it's your, um, your mean girl. <laughs> I work with my mean girl a lot. <laughs> um, maybe it's uh, part of you just wants to be nourished. And if what is it that wants to be nourished? I found myself one, uh, not too long ago actually just eating really fast. And so I was like, whoa, stop. 
because my if you've been following me for any amount of time you you know that my relationship with food with food has been uh has been an unfolding one of coming to more alignment and understanding and an honor and love with food right because in the past i had obsessive compulsive disorder with food so i would eat constantly and i was 12 sizes bigger than i am now and i couldn't stop and i would cry and eat i mean it was terrible so i'm really conscious about my relationship with food most if not all the time and the other day i found myself eating really fast and so i was like whoa i'm eating fast like it was like i was inhaling my food and so i like stopped i put it down i was like okay what is this what is it that's asking to be fed because something and it wasn't food or i would have just been eating normally and enjoying my meal without inhaling it right there's something else that's asking to be filled up you know and so i got my journal out i was like what what in what within me is asking to be nourished and then it just went on you know i i want to be loved i want to be seen i want to be felt i want to be held i want to be heard i want to be known i want to be full i want to be recognized you know whatever it is like i just went on and on and on and on and you know when we put that on paper so you know this is an invitation for you get your journal out right now because maybe there's something you could write down as a result of this conversation but when we put it down on paper we can like sit back and see it and we can come back to ourselves or come back to our meditation and we can go okay let's do that Let's do that. Let's love ourselves up. Let's let's do that thing for ourselves. Let's nourish ourselves. Let's feel ourselves. Let's like let myself feel my emotions. Oh my gosh, like that's a scary thing, right? And and we can and we can make the choice to do that. And when we do, we start to release and we start to let go. And springtime is the perfect time for this. Like right now I'm in a I'm offering a 12-week group program around spring in the third chakra and and we're working in the realm of letting go and being in the in-between of letting go and creation. So there's this space. Once we let go of something, there's a space that's created that wants to get filled. And we can either jump right into that because we don't like to be in the void, or we can allow ourselves to be in the the potential, the space of infinite potential, the liminal space where there's yet to anything to be created, but all potentiality lives there, right? And so we're working in this. And so as we're um, letting, like letting ourselves be with our feelings or with our emotions or with the understanding that, oh my gosh, I still have all this stuff to work on and, and I still need nourishment and I still need love and I still need to be held. Like how can we give that back to ourselves rather than reaching out for somebody else to do it for us and then not being happy with how they do it and, and then telling us the story, ourselves the story that we're not, we're not satisfied. We're not filled up. We're not being held we're not being loved in the way that we desire it now maybe we need to ask our partner to show up in a different way for us so that we can feel that from them but and and (laughs) we have to go do it for ourselves. we have to go to our seat right we have to go to our heart we have to go to our breath we have to get in touch with our body we have to feel what it feels like to be in the body so often i find women especially are just so living in the heart space and living in their head that they forget about the rest of their body they forget that it we belong in the feet and the thighs in between the thighs and all of our juicy parts down there in our low belly and our womb space like bring your breath there bring your breath there bring your sensation there what do you feel like really like if you just like put your hands on all those curvy parts what do you feel there right like go there 
and let yourself be full there because that is you and that is where your power lies, right? Otherwise, you're hiding from yourself. You're hiding from the world. You're hiding your light. You're hiding all the goodness that you have to bring forth. Like I see us as human beings, especially the feminine, as being... Uh, uh, feminine because we're the creators, right? We birth babies through through all of those curvy, juicy parts down there, right? And so we have heaven, which is sky, and it's it meets earth, right? And so we got heaven and earth, but there's this space in between where humanity lies. And if we want to bring down source consciousness, heavenly creation, into the earthly plane. We have to choose to be a conduit, the fullness of our po- of, the, of as, as full as we possibly can. We have to choose to be the conduit of that creative consciousness that flows down from above, inside out, into the earthly plane. We cannot create what we're designed to create and bring forth into this physical three-dimensional reality without tapping our potential in this way. So this is what I wanted to share with you today as I learned to dive more deeply into my own personal authentic truth. So I want to stay connected with you. I really want to keep putting out content and I want to offer it from a place of organic, juicy flow. Something when, when I'm turned on, I want to come like say yes to you and, sh- and share with you my turned onness, right? And, or if something comes through me and it may not be so turned on, but it, but it seems powerful and potent to share it. I want to come share that. But what we know is that the feminine doesn't, it's not very organized necessarily. It's not, um, it's not uh, on a timeline very well. It, it doesn't do things in a linear fashion very well, right? And I'm I'm moving more into this space where I just want to honor my feminine divine flow more than anything in the world. So um, with that, that means that my content releasing on social media and uh, podcasting and emails and all the things, um, it might not happen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Like I would thought I would like it to, you know, uh, I, I have that as my schedule every Tuesday. These are the things I do. I publish and post, you know, and, uh, and when I don't, I get really upset with myself and I'm like, well, you're not doing the thing. You're not doing it right. But then I have to step back and go, whose story is that? Right. Maybe I am doing it perfectly right. And can I like hold that that is perfect and good and divine and juicy and, and touching everyone's lives in the most powerful and potent way, even though it's, even though it's not every Tuesday at 2 p.m., right? Um, so I'm holding that that's true for you. Uh, the feminine is chaotic and learning to be in the chaos and, and, and that it's okay in the feminine to be in the chaotic flow of life uh, is a really potent place to be. So I'm inviting you to come here with me. <laughs> come here with me. Um, you know, I, I want to offer a new perspective because uh, it's it's your right, especially as a woman, to be here with me, to be in this space of uh, of connection, of harmony, of of oneness with something greater than ourselves, right? And then as we come together in community in this way, then we connect with so much more, like with exponential uh, connection, right, to that greatness with a capital G. So uh, you know. Um, I'm just saying, 
I'm just asking you to say yes to yourself in this way. I, I am a, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. The more I go down this path, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I've been missing out, right? And I want every woman to not miss out on their life of the fullness of who they be. Um, life in the way that we've designed it is one way. Life in the way that the feminine would write it could be a completely different way. So, um, you know, I'm choosing a new way for myself and I hope you're choosing a new way for yourself in this moment or is at least have some sort of inspiration from this conversation. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm learning that, you know, one time I, I went to my therapist and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm such a bad business person because I'm not doing all the things on a timely fashion and doing all the posts and da da da. And she's like, yeah, but is that true? Do, who says that you need to do it that way? Maybe your way is good. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> all right, maybe it is, you know? Okay, it took me a minute to get there. But, you know, one of the ways that, um, the ways that I got here, because I'm sure you're like, what in the heck? How did you, how did you get here? Like, what happened here, right? Now, granted, it's been a journey. And I try to share my journey with you as I go along the ride in these um, podcasts and emails and things like that. Uh, but one of the most potent pieces of the under, underpinnings of this um, unfoldment for me has been something called Centrally Embodied Dance. And I've spoken to it uh, here and there. Um, I've actually interviewed my teachers maybe two years ago now. Um, but I've been doing this practice for like I think six years now and it's just been such an evolution and an, and as one of my students now because I'm a teacher of centrally embodied dance and one of my students said the other day a, 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 an unfurling of my soul through this practice so um, I'm just giving you an opportunity to join me in this centrally embodied experience okay so um, you might be wondering what this is so centrally embodied dance is a is a space that is held by women for women so that we can come to a place to, of intimate connection with ourself to find glory and honor and love for all of our parts to begin to explore the deeper parts of ourselves that may have been turned off deemed unworthy unlovable and to bring them to the surface and, and hold them in the, in the light of love, in the light of worthiness, in the light of greatness as an expression of creation with a capital C. And so when we, when we begin to see this within ourselves and, and honor this within ourselves and have a space to be held as we transition through this experience with each other, it, it is an incredibly divine process of unfoldment of transformation into a more authentic expression of oneself. And, and I, 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 it's kind of like chocolate. Like you don't really know what it is till you taste it. However, <laughs> that's, that's kind of what we're doing here. We're holding space for women's unfoldment so that we can, we can rise up together in our true authentic glory rather than continuing down with blinders on, doing the thing, hoping it's enough, beating our head against the wall, wondering why my head hurts, but I can't stop, right? So, um, wanna join me? <laughs> I 
I'd love to have you join me. I am all about it. I'm like really on this huge, huge mission right now because every time I talk about this stuff, I am just like lit up, which is which is when I know that I am on purpose and on the track of, of divine uh, expression. So um if you want to join me, I do do these classes in person, and I also am starting a virtual course as well. Uh, so the in, next in-person class, if you're in the Boulder area, is May 6th. It is an invitation-only class because I want to make sure that these space is held very strongly for the women and that every woman knows that we're in a safe space together. And, and so with that, uh, there's an interview process. There's a little conversation that we want to have to make sure it's a good fit. And so you know what to expect. So if you're going to do this in, in the Boulder area with me, uh, May 6th is your date. I will have these periodically, but May 6th is our next one. And hopefully the um, soon, I'm changing my website, by the way. <laughs> so I will put a link to my website and soon we'll actually have links to the classes um, so we can have, uh, have them available for you online. But right now we don't. Um, and then the virtual class is April 22nd. So if it doesn't matter where you're at to do the virtual class. So that'll be really fun too. Uh, if you're interested in doing either one of these, the in-person or the virtual class, or just having a conversation about it, go ahead and just reach out to us via email at drbrandy at biohacksforwomen.com. And that's drbrandy with a Y at biohacks, B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S for women.com. Uh, all right, and I hope to see you there in all your juicy gloriness, juicy gloriousness. <laughs> all right, Mwah. love you. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Biohack for Women. If you'd like to dive deeper with our tribe, join us on Facebook or Instagram. And if you'd like to help grow our tribe, share this episode with your friends. Let's bring this light to our community so that other women can know their true power and we can create a tribe together worth being in. This podcast is for information purposes only. Dr. Brandy Victory is not a medical doctor, and the views and statements expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Dr. Brandy Victory and the producers, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.